Do babies have a natural instinct to sleep? Getting a better understanding of what my partner needed and what my children really needed, that's made a huge difference. Yes, yeah. otherwise I can get a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I think lots of parents can relate yeah. to that. You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt. For a long time now, we've been talking about the mental health of mothers. We're told about the impact being unwell can have on children and are given information and advice on how we can take care of ourselves. But what about dads? While issues about mental health in men are getting more coverage, we still aren't speaking about the mental health of dads. What is the impact of their well-being on the family's life? How are they coping with parenthood? Dr. Catherine Wade is from the Faculty of Health Sciences at the University of Sydney. Her recent work with the Parenting Research Centre has shown that dads need as much attention as mums do. Hi, Catherine. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. I'm very well. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. Do we know how many dads experience mental health problems after becoming parents? Yeah, we're getting a better picture of that, actually. So we did some research um, a little while ago asking a, a representative sample of Victorian dads how they were faring in terms of their mental health. And specifically, we asked them, since they became a parent, have they had symptoms of, first of all, depression and also anxiety? And one in five of the men that we spoke to who were fathers told us that they'd experienced those symptoms since becoming a parent. So this is sort of very exciting for us to know because there's very little research on fathers and the mental health of fathers, certainly in comparison to what we know about mothers and the frequency with which they experience mental health difficulties, we're starting to get a good picture of what's happening for dads too. So it's really exciting to have that information at hand because it helps us to start the the journey planning what we can do to help those dads. Do we know um, how that compares to how mums experience mental health concerns after becoming a mum? Yeah, we we certainly do because we ask the same question of mums. And look, it is higher. There there certainly seems to be more mums self-reporting that they've had mental health issues since becoming a parent. So one in three mums report that they have had symptoms like that compared to one in five dads. It isn't about comparing. And, you know, keep in mind that this is self-reported experiences of depression and anxiety. And there may still be, um, we know from other research, that there's a lot of stigma around mental health, particularly for men. So it may, in fact, be that there's quite a bit of under-reporting going on. In fact, when I talked to my own husband (laughs) about these statistics, he was surprised that it wasn't higher than one in five for men because certainly in his own experience, no, not that he had significant mental health problems, but gee, you know, feeling pretty low on days and feeling quite anxious and stressed about what was going on for his child and for his parenting and the sleep of his child and the sleep that he wasn't getting, you know, that that was that was his experience and he thought it would probably be the experience of most dads. You mentioned stigma there. Can stigma mm. explain why we haven't looked at dads and their mental health before? Yeah, potentially. I think there are some really amazing things going on these days, though, in terms of awareness of men's mental health, so men in general, not just fathers. You know, the Beyond Blue and the Movember Foundation have done an amazing job of getting bringing to society's awareness the mental health issues of men and, and really trying to destigmatise help-seeking 
for mental health issues for men in general. I think what this new research that we've done contributes to that is an awareness that we need to broaden the conversation, not talking about men in general, but really to be inclusive of our in our discussions about mental health and men, to be thinking about what specifically is going on for fathers in relation to their mental health. So I think that's sort of a new focus for destigmatizing talking about mental health, talking about how you're feeling and how you're coping from day to day, not just with men broadly, but you know, really focusing on the dads and particularly the, the new dads the dads in that early parenting period, you know, really encouraging dads to speak out, speak to each other, speak to their partners. Because you, you do say in, in your research that mm. early intervention in those days when it, uh, it's a new dad experience where it's their first baby, that that can make a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and we know that men are much less likely to be accessing supports in those early days of parenting compared to mums. You know, although the first-time parents groups that are available well, here in where I live in Victoria, but I think they're pretty pretty much available in every state and territory in Australia, we know that while they are first-time parents groups, the vast majority of people who attend those are mothers. And, you know, there might, there's a lot of reasons for that. The time that those groups are run might be times that don't suit men to attend. They might be offered in locations that aren't, don't feel particularly welcoming to men. Men might have a view that, um, you know, they don't want to be the only man sitting in a room full of women talking about parenting issues. So those sorts of supports, even if they're not intensive mental health supports, but those kind of supports where you feel like, oh, this is normal. You know, the experiences I'm going through in these early days of, you know, baby crying at night and, and feeding issues, where you discuss those sorts of issues, that's not a normal experience. It's not a normalised offering for men. So definitely dads in those early early days and early years are missing out on the sorts of supports that are pretty widely open to women. And what impact does that have if a dad's mental health starts to deteriorate, mm. what impact does it have on his kids? Because we're often told as women, you know, look after yourself, put yourself first, make sure your cup is full because otherwise it will impact your children. Mm. What, do we find, what do we know about um, the impact of dads? Yeah, you're right. We know a lot more about the impact of mother's mental health on children but there certainly is a blossoming body of research on fathers and the impact of fathers' mental health on their children. And we know, for example, that when fathers have poor mental health, and we're not talking about you know, serious psychiatric problems, we're talking about you know, day-to-day feeling glum, feeling down, feeling stressed and anxious, you know, the, the, the low-level sort of mental health issues. We know that when fathers have those sorts of mental health issues, they're less likely to be responsive and sensitive to their child's needs. They're less likely to be interacting with them in ways that we know will develop the child better, you know, will develop their language better, will help them to develop understanding of new concepts. So there is definitely evidence of an effect of parent mental health and father's mental health on the growth and development of children. 
You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Dr. Catherine Wade. She's from the Faculty of Health Sciences at the University of Sydney and together with Julie Green from the Parent Research Parenting Research Centre. They released some research that they've been doing around dads and mental health and how much impact it has on the family and how we just haven't been paying enough attention to how dads are going once they become parents. Catherine, do we know how dads consume information? Because there, are, I've heard a lot of conversation around women respond differently. We might seek out books or experts or our friends. How do men actually get the information to help themselves in this situation? Yeah, well, yeah, we found out some really interesting stuff, actually, from the big survey that we did. We asked parents, both mums and dads, how they preferred to receive information about parenting, like if they were looking for parenting advice or information about how to deal with a particular child-rearing issue, where would they go? And, yeah, really interesting findings. So definitely dads were more likely to tell us that they went online, that they accessed information on websites, or that they went to books. So mums tended to rely more on the informal support networks that they had, you know, the the parent group, the mums and dads next door, you know, in their neighbourhood, their own family, and certainly professionals or one-to-one counselling kind of things. Dads, not so much, not so much that sort of stuff. They wanted to do their own research, which was really interesting. It tells us about where we need to be targeting our efforts in terms of supporting dads. Because you do say that um, how dads feel about their parenting ability impacts on their mental health. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, big link between mental health and parents' sense of confidence and parents' sense that they were doing a good job of parenting. And we know that parents' sense of what we call efficacy or, you know, their sense that they're doing a good job of parenting is really important for children. It seems to be related to so many other things. If you feel confident and you feel like you're doing a good job, you're much more likely to feel comfortable doing things that we know help children, you know, talking to them more, singing to them more, interacting, getting down on the floor and playing. Whereas if you don't feel confident about your parenting and if you have on top of that, uh, you know, mental health issues, you're feeling low, you're feeling anxious, you're much less likely to engage. You're much less likely to interact with your children. What needs to happen to change this current situation? You know, the fact that we know that one in five dads are experiencing mental health problems, but then they don't know where to get help. They don't know where to turn to get help. How do we change this so that dads are feeling better? Yeah, well, we as service providers and as a community, we need to get much better at at recognising and understanding where dads are going for information and advice about their parenting. So we need to get much more savvy about how we provide that information. We can't just assume that they're going to rock up to a parenting program or a seminar on parenting. Um, We need to be looking at what dads are telling us about where they go for help and advice and information and support. And that's, for many of them, for 76% of them, online, which is great because we've got some really good online resources. Um, There's the Raising Children website, which is the national, the official parenting website. It's really credible information from experts delivered in a really kind of not, um, you know, you must do this sort of way, but a really general informed way, uh, allowing parents to make their own decisions about parenting. So that's definitely 
definitely a plus that we've got this portal that already exists that dads can go to to get really credible information and advice about parenting. And do we as a society need to expand our focus when we look Mm. at parents and mental health to not just look at the mum but look at the dad as well? Absolutely, absolutely. And not just for fathers who are experiencing mental health problems but yeah, look, these days there's definitely been a shift in recent generations about our expectations on men in relation to parenting. And I think we need to keep in mind too that our expectations for men haven't necessarily changed in that we expect them to be working full time, to be bringing in you know, money into the household. Not to say that women aren't, of course, but we seem to have not lowered our expectations in terms of men being the breadwinner or being the, the man about the house. Um, but we also have this additional layer of expectation. We're, we're wanting them to be more involved in parenting, and for very good reason. You know, children thrive when their dads are involved. But we haven't kind of considered how this imbalance, higher expectations in these two areas, work and parenting, might be putting huge pressure on men. So I think as a society, there's a lot that we can do in terms of our conversations about men, our conversations about mental health, and our conversations about fathers in order to improve outcomes for kids. Catherine, it's been such an interesting conversation today. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, you're welcome, Siobhan. Thanks for having me. That was Dr. Catherine Wade. She's from the Faculty of Health Sciences at the University of Sydney. And we'll pop a link to an article that Catherine wrote with Julie Green from the Parenting Research Centre that's on the conversation. It's a very interesting um, look at all the research they've done around dads and their mental health. You've been listening to Kindling Conversation. If you enjoyed it, there's plenty more where that came from. Find other stories and interviews at our website. Just head to kindling.com.au.